0: Hi, my name's Owen, and I'm a big Paris Saint-Germain fan. This series of podcasts will give you the inside story on some of the key moments in the history of our great club. Paris et Magique, the podcast that brings the history of PSG to life. You can't separate Paris Saint-Germain from its famous stadium, the Parc des Princes. To celebrate the stadium's 50th anniversary, let's talk about the history of this legendary venue. Le Parc est magique. Today is the 30th of April, 2022. The Parc des Princes has never attracted so many spectators for a match between two women's teams. This evening is a Champions League semi-final second leg, pitting reigning French champions Paris Saint-Germain against seven-time Champions League winners Olympique Lyonnais. Lyon lead 3-2 from the first leg, leaving the tie firmly in the balance. The park is the only place for such a mouth-watering encounter as a whopping 43,254 fans pack into the stands. Before today's momentous occasion, the park had already played host to a number of historic PSG women's team matches. Let's relive the first ever such occasion, which took place on the 18th of October 2009. PSG women's team had already been in existence for 38 years, but the 18th of October that year was the first time they had set foot on the smooth playing surface of the park it was no longer the stadium of princes alone. This landmark moment was in no small part down to the convictions and effort of recently appointed head coach Brigitte Enriquez.
1: I wanted to push things
2: on with a three-year plan. Et du coup, l'idée c'était de permettre, uh,
1: at the time, the girls didn't even play on the best pitch at the Loges, They were playing on an artificial pitch.
2: Donc déjà, je m'étais battu pour puisse jouer en alternance avec la. I'd already fought for the team to take turns with the academy
1: team so we could at least play on the best pitch every other week. Being one of the only teams in the top division playing on an artificial pitch didn't really fit with the
2: prestige that the club's name holds. Voilà, l'idée c'était de dire. My feeling was that the girls should also
0: PSG fielded a star studded lineup, including Sonia Bompastor, Camille Abeli, Elise Boussaglia, Laure Lapayre, Sabrina Delanois, Laure Boulot, and Candice Prévost.
2: When Brigitte gave her presentation at the start of the, the season, season, we were at the Comte des Loges watching her PowerPoint. It clicked in our heads. And we and realized where she wanted to take us as a
3: group. In in as a group.
2: Brigitte Playing in of, grand stadiums, in front of capacity grounds, uh, really turning us into a professional unit. And it was kind
3: of lived the American dream.
2: Yes, we can.
1: And it led somewhere because we ended up playing at
3: the Parc des Princes. It was pretty extraordinary.
0: That day, as a local derby was taking place, there was a lot at stake on the pitch, and the coaching staff were
2: hungry for victory.
1: It was one of the most important matches of the season because it was PSG
2: juvizy At the time, Lyon and Juvizi were the top two in the league. We were only eighth, so we weren't really at the same level. We wanted to put on a show. Of course,
1: the first thing was to open the stands for five or six thousand supporters to attend, which actually costs twenty-five thousand euros.
2: donc il faut les trouver en uh, uh, Virginie de de
1: Brossard and I had to work everything out in the space of a month. I went to see the City of Paris authorities who made a contribution. I met the Ligue de Paris. They bought tickets so we could give them out to all registered junior players in the Île-de-France region, boys and
2: girls. And the club contributed too, of course. It was a bit of a long shot really,
1: but it ended up working out amazingly.
2: It drew in
1: a crowd and it looked like a real professional football event. At the time, having 6,000 people attend was a massive deal and it made for really great memories, all the more so because we won and put on an excellent performance.
0: Camille Abélie handed PSG a winning victory on their Park debut. Here, Sabrina Delanois perfectly sums up the significance of that moment.
2: When
3: we arrive at the Parc des Princes, it's really like entering into the club's history, and that of the women's team in particular. I want to make the most of it. I'm telling myself, it's a unique occasion. At the time, I didn't know if it would ever happen again, so I really wanted to enjoy every minute.
0: A few months later, PSG women's team won the Challenge de France. However, the final took place not at the Parc des Princes, but over 20 miles away at the Robert Bobin Stadium in the southern Parisian suburb of Bondoufle. Six months later, and the women's team were back at the park. The club decided that the legendary venue would host UEFA Women's Champions League home matches during the 2015, 16 and 17 seasons. In 2015, the team took a major scalp in the last 16, that of two-time Champions League winners Lyon. Avoid by that success and a potential run deep into the knockout stages, the club's hierarchy opened the gates to the park for the following round.
3: We don't have a lot of experience.
2: Of course, we take the match very, very seriously. We adopt a very thorough approach.
3: So, our pre match preparation is a little different this time. When we arrive Dans at the Parc des Princes, uh, our state of mind uh, is that we want uh, to make the most of it.
2: Suis, uh, Here we are in this print, amazing stadium. The pitch is de magnificent. De
3: There's going to be a crowd.
0: PSG were already 2-0 up against Glasgow City from the first leg, and 11,000 supporters showed up to cheer them on. The Parisians showed no mercy, blowing the opposition away with a 5-0 win. Rouge et Bleu captain, Sabrina Delanois, was on top form that night, notching two assists and grabbing a goal from the penalty spot.
3: You're in a blur, really. In the zone, as elite sports stars say. You're in this state where you feel like you're walking on water. Nothing can go wrong.
0: That year, PSG reached the UEFA Champions League final for the first time, but would go down to FC Frankfurt by their narrowest of margins, with the Germans scoring an injury-time winner. In 2016, their European dreams were snuffed out at the semi-final stage by a relentless Lyon side. 2017 would be another story, however, seeing PSG host elite European sides at the park in consecutive rounds. First, Bayern Munich in the quarterfinals and then Barcelona in the semis. The club's ultras were there for both matches. Following a 1-0 quarterfinal first-leg defeat in Bavaria, one supporter group's banner read, We've lost the battle, but not the war. Take us to Cardiff, referring to the Welsh capital that was due to host the final.
3: When we arrived at the Pacte de that day, it was quite something. There was something different about it. There were fans waiting for us in the stadium. The pitch was magnificent. We could feel we had the 12th man behind us that day, really.
0: In a deafening atmosphere, with nearly 14,000 fans looking on, the Parisians go 2-0 up in just the first 12 minutes. Both goals come from free kicks, with Marie-Laure Delis opening the scoring before Brazilian international Christiane doubling PSG's lead. Shirley Cruz follows up with a lob to make it 3-0 before half-time, and Christiane makes it 4-0 after the break. PSG are through to the semi-finals.
3: On fait pour moi un des meilleurs matchs collectifs pour moi vraiment. Really, I think we took a step up. Ou, uh, des, des the same was also true with regards to the ultras, et, uh, because there were more of them. For, nous, si for us playing, ou, it felt like the stadium de, was de, full de, de, with all sons the noise that was echoing inside. It was incredible, rest, really. I think we stayed with the ultras, singing for half an hour after the, the match. We didn't want to leave the pitch, we
0: wanted to make the most of it. The magical atmosphere continues in the Parc des Princes changing rooms. So, Barcelona await in the semi-finals. This time, the fans' banner reads: Make them shiver, show them no mercy. There was this extra spice with it being PSG Barcelona.
1: There was definitely a weight on our shoulders.
0: This match is a particularly special occasion for captain Delanois.
3: I hadn't yet made it public, but I knew it would be my last match at the Parc des Princes because I'd be retiring at the end of the season. I brought everyone from my family in the north of France, a coachload of people more or less. I think there were at least 50 of them in the stands. I brought along the boys I played with between the ages of 6 and 14.
0: Dolanois opens the scoring with a penalty, which is something of a speciality for her.
3: I put the ball down on the spot. I shut everything else off. There's no one else there. Just me, the ball, and the goal. I don't even see the goalkeeper. I'm lucky the penalty goes in. But as soon as the ball crosses the line, I come back to reality. I'm in front of the Bologna end, where everyone i have invited was gathered. In front of my supporters, if you like. The end of the match comes, and okay, we're not European champions or anything. And as it turns out, we won't go on to be European champions either. But at that moment, it doesn't matter to me. I feel like I've won something else instead.
0: PSG's women's team qualify for their second European final, but their hearts are broken in Cardiff. It's another narrow defeat, this time to Lyon via the lottery of a penalty shootout. For the 2020-21 season, PSG were back at the park for Ligue 1 matches, which were played behind closed doors due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Although the fans weren't there in person to see it, their beloved PSG were about to make history. On the 20th of November 2020, Paris beat Lyon 1-0 at the Parc des Princes, inflicting what would be their opposition's only defeat of the league season. PSG's lead at the top of the table at that time was just one point, but they would remain on top and win the league by that very same margin come the end of the season. The Parisian women's team became league champions for the first time ever. Moving into the 2021-2022 season, as the team's ambitions rise higher and higher, attendances at the park follow suit. Three Champions League home matches mean three chances to shine, and the fans show up in their thousands. It's now the 9th of November 2021, PSG and Real Madrid face off in the last 16 with the two sides meeting for the very first time. 18,000 fans are here to witness an outstanding 4-0 home win. It's Sakina Kashawi on the ball. She goes past Mighty Rose, looking to make something happen. Past another. What an incisive run. She shoots, and it's a goal. Paris Saint-Germain go 2-0 up. Playing
3: against
0: Real was something special.
3: It was a
1: tasty matchup, so I knew there'd be a lot of fans and attendees, but I didn't think there'd be that many. I didn't think we'd have all these people getting behind us. Honestly, it really showed that we'd stepped up again. Personally, I definitely notice it when there's a big crowd.
2: You're trying to talk to your
1: teammate, and she can't hear you, so you have to kind of be more strategic.
2: But yeah, like I said, you really feel the support and enthusiasm which pushes
1: you to give it 100%. You just keep going and going without ever getting tired. I'm telling you, I could have run for three hours. Everything that was going on, it was incredible. The fans were incredible. Honestly, it was really intense.
0: It's now the 30th of March 2022, the quarter-final second leg PSG versus Bayern Munich the Parisians have a 2-1 lead from the first leg in Germany. This match finishes with the same scoreline after 90 minutes, but in favour of Bayern.
2: je pense
1: match. I think that was the game that left its mark on me more than any other that whole season, mentally and physically. It was just unbelievable.
3: There
2: were a lot of people there and there was huge pressure on both
3: sides. And then there was
1: the result that made that And the score meant that both sides were pushing. For me, that Bayern side were up there with the very best in Europe. And you just say to yourself, boy, we really needed the fans behind us at that moment.
0: Swiss striker Ramona Bachmann comes on in extra time and scores the winning goal to send PSG through in front of 27,000 fans. The park is rocking.
1: The goal was just a massive release of tension. I remember I ran towards her and when I jumped, I cramped up, which is really rare for me.
2: The goal, that moment,
1: it was just pure
0: emotion. One month later, the stakes are raised once again. The semi-finals see PSG come face to face with Lyon, their biggest rivals in France. Lyon lead from the first leg, but the park awaits. Having already scored in the away game, PSG's prolific striker Marie Antoinette Katoto gets on the score sheet again. However, Lyon nevertheless end up with another victory, this time by two goals to one. Home
3: or away, our supporters really are incredible. They're always behind us. But that night, it was even stronger than usual.
1: I was in tears. When your fans are there thanking you despite the fact that you've lost, well, you just tell yourself you haven't really. Lost. There's always next year, and don't worry everyone, we're going to be there.
0: That day, 43,254 fans showed the women's team their appreciation. Going forward, the sky is the limit for this group of players. Paris Saint-Germain is one club, and the Parc des Princes has become the spiritual home of all of its teams. Arche Magique is a Paris Saint Germain podcast produced by Baba Bam. It was written by Melina Boetti, and my name is Owen Thomas.